How's it going? In this new episode, we're going to be talking about 2013's The Conjuring. We're going to talk about some trivia. We're going to talk about the cast. We're going to talk about some spooky things that happened to James Wan. So, stay tuned. This is Horror Spook Presents Hidden Gems. How's it going, everybody? I am Eric Lewis. This is Horse Boot Presents Hidden Gems. And today we're going to be talking about a film that I actually really enjoyed the first time I saw. And really pretty much enjoy it every time I see it. This is 2013, The Conjuring, directed by James Wan. Uh, very cool movie. It is a case from Ed and Lorraine Warren, who are two paranormal investigators. Uh, we'll get a little more into Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, it is directed by James Wan, who did stuff like Saul, Fast and Furious, um, other Conjuring stuff. I'm pretty sure, like, I'm not sure about Annabelle, and I'm not sure about The Nun or The Curse of La Llorona, um, but I think The Conjuring's he's directed. I'm not sure, actually. But, you know, he is directing that. We have Ed and Lorraine Warren. This is what their case file is. Ed, Ed Warren was born in 1926, died in 2006. Lorraine definitely lasted a little longer. She was born in 1927, died in 2019. They were married in 1945. Um, Patrick Wilson, who you might know from Insidious, Hard Candy, Watchmen, um, stuff like that. He plays Ed Warren. Um, and Lorraine Warren is played by Vera Farmiga, who is in The Departed, The Orphan, um, and she's also in Bates Motel, and she does so good in all of those roles. Um, really enjoy her. Um, they are paranormal investigators. Um, they are also the ones who did the Amityville haunting um, investigation as well. Um, but you see that in the second Conjuring film at the beginning. Um, and they are just big paranormal investigators, I guess. Um, you can fight whether it's, they were fakes or not, I don't know. It really depends on who you are, I guess. But, the three stories of The Conjuring, Conjuring 1, Conjuring 2, Conjuring 3, The Devil Made Me Do It, that was the latest one that came out. They are case files from the Warrens. Um, so... There are some things about the Warrens with the investigation that they might be fakes, that they don't, that they, in certain situations, weren't even needed there. Um, but that's really up for you to decide if they were fakes or not. I'll leave you up to that. Um, one cool thing about James Wan is he's the first Australian to make $1 billion in the box office, which is really cool. I did not know that. Found that out. That is cool. So, now... We're going to get into who plays the Perron family. The Perron family is a real family, and I'm pretty sure they have the same names that the actual Perron family had. Pretty sure. 
If they don't, somebody let me know. But let's get into the Perron family. Now, the Perron family consists of Roger Perron, Carolyn Perron, Andrea Perron, Nancy Perron, Christine Perron, Cindy Perron, and April Perron. So, a husband, a wife, and five girls. Now, for Mr. Perron, Roger Perron is played by Ron Livingston, who is also an office base, and Swinger, and, uh, and Dinner for Schmucks, with Steve Carell in it, which is awesome. Carolyn Perron is Lily Taylor. She's in Eli. She's also in Gotham. She's also in Hemlock Grove, if you like that show. Check all those shows out. They're good. Andrea Perron is Shanley Caswell. She's in Detention, NCIS New Orleans, also in Scorpion. Nancy Perron is Haley McFarlane in American Crime, Lie to Me, Sons of Anarchy. All those good stuff to watch. Christine Perron is Joey King in the show The Act. The Kissing Booth, and Summer of 03. Cindy Perron, we have Mackenzie Foy, who is an Interstellar in Twilight series, and also in R.L. Stein's Haunting Hour, which is always good. We got April Perron, who is Kyla Deaver, Before I Wake, also in Austin Found, which is, I think, a play on words. I'm not sure, but I think so. And also, Along Came the Devil. Now, the scariest part of this is understanding that the Perron family actually was an actual family and a lot of the information that came to the conjuring came from books written by one of the daughters um which she actually says the things that unfolded in the house was actually scarier than what the movie said so i find that crazy i kind of find it hard to believe um but like the idea that this was real for a family and this is just not work of fiction-ish, I guess, I mean, it, you know, there's stuff added, like stuff added was the exorcism scene in The Conjuring, that did not happen, um, so, there was things added to it, because Hollywood does that, you know, there is things that are added to make it more scary, or whatever it may be, but the idea that there was an actual family that went with this story is actually scary to me, and, um, you know, now that they're both dead, I really would have liked to meet Lorraine Warren. Uh, I would really like to go to her house, stuff like that. Which I also don't know if their collection, if their museum's still open. I'm not sure. You know, when she died, where did everything go? Um, so if anyone knows that, let me know. I would like to know that. Um, but that was the entire family. Which, five girls is a lot of girls. Especially when something scary is happening up in the house. Um, in the movie, you'll see them get their hair pulled and stuff like that. That is just some scary stuff to happen to your family. And, uh, I know to take care of that many children and having something scary happening seems like it would be very overwhelming to keep an eye on all of them, um, which would be just heartbreaking as a parent. And I think you actually kind of see that in this film. Um, but that was the Perron family. Very, uh, pretty big family. And now we're going to get on to, in the film, there's two investigators that are with Ed and Lorraine. And we're going to talk about them a little bit. We have Drew Thomas, who is one of the investigators. Um, I don't know if he just, like, I, I don't know 
I don't remember what he does, okay? I know that he's like one of the people that are helping Ed and Lorraine. I don't know if he's technically an investigator or what that would be. I'm not sure, okay? Leave me alone. But we have Drew Thomas, who is played by Shannon Cook, or Cook, I'm not sure. Um, plays in Dark Places. He's in Degrassi, The Next Generation. He's also in The 100. And then we have the investigator dude, Brad, who is played by John Brotherton. He's in Fuller House, Furious 7. Also in the new American Horror Stories um, that is now on FX and FX on Hulu. Make sure to go check that out. And then we do have Ed Lorraine's daughter in the film, Judy Warren, who is played, uh, who is played by Sterling Jurens, was in World War Z, Divorce, and also Patterson. Um, there is a small problem with what takes place in this film, 1971. They come and help the Perron family. Um, Judy Warren was actually born after, uh, after World War II. So, she actually would have been older by this time and not a child like what the movie shows. Um, but that does not take away from the story. It's a fun story. And there's kind of a two-story. It's, it's a two-story to this story. Um, so, we will talk a little bit more about that. And then we also do have the witch herself, Bathsheba, who is actually played by Joseph um, Bishara. Also, he might be the composer. I'm not sure. Please listen to a small ad, and then I'll be right back to tell you a little bit more. Hope you enjoyed that ad from Anchor. Let's get back into it. The Conjuring starts out with actually the story showing you for the first time who Annabelle the doll is. And it's three uh, nursing students that got this doll, one of them, as a gift from their parents. And it is, from the get-go, spooky. From the get-go. Now, in real life, the actual Raggedy Ann doll, well, the actual Annabelle doll, was a Raggedy Ann. So, not as scary as this movie is showing it. Um, but they go on this talk about how things got scary for them. And this thing started moving. Started writing on pieces of paper. Started writing on the walls. Started attacking people. Very scary understanding. And then, this is when you get introduced to Ed and Lorraine because they're speaking with them about how this is a demon and not just a spirit. And they tell you how this is a demon, this is not something that's really possessing this doll, but using this doll as a conduit to get to you because you are what they want. So that's how you get into Ed and Lorraine. It goes back um, and they are teaching a lecture about it and their paranormal investigators talking about that they also are called wackos, or kooks, or whatever, um, and they talk about that, and then it just shows who Ed and Lorraine is, there's, like, m moving, uh, there is text for you to read about Ed and Lorraine Warren, um, really, as the beginning, I don't really enjoy how Annabelle is the story, and then it goes to a completely different story, while there's a story still about Annabelle, going on through all this. Um, so I kind of find it weird that there's this uh, by story on this uh, secondary story, I guess, that has to do with her daughter. Um, so I find that kind of weird, but 
Yeah, it is what it is. Some cool scares come from this movie. Um, like, really, the witch on top of the wardrobe in the girl's room really freaks me out. It zooms in right on her face. You want to scream when you see it. Saw it in theaters. Was shocked by it. Um, also good ones is uh, Ed and Lorraine are outside. Well, Lorraine goes out alone under this tree. And then Ed comes out to see if she's okay. And she turns around and she sees the witch hanging right behind Ed, Ed's head. And you just see these feet swinging and you hear the rope. Like, making, making noise. Like there's weight on this rope. And I just think that is such a chilling scene. And I also just think that scene was really well done. And uh, I should definitely tell you to look out for that scene. Um, but this film was really neat. They had a lot of things that were audible scares. Stuff like claps. They pl played this little game where they clap and you have to find them. And they really use this scare to really get you with this clap. Um, I guess they also show you like this two hands come out of the darkness just to clap right, in f right next to the mother. Kind of scary to see. Um, also there's a piano that is very out of tune. And, uh, that piano makes a really cool noise, and the notes are really good, very spooky. Um, also, audio scares are just as valid as jump scares. Um, I do think jump scares are, are valid. You know, with me, I think jump scares play a part of horror. Does it play the entire part of horror? No, absolutely not. But it does play a part, and I think jump scares really do have a place in horror movies. Um, and if you disagree, let me know. I'd like to talk about that. Um, but the movie is very well done. And uh, if you haven't seen it, which I'm sure you have, but if you haven't seen it, you should definitely check it out. It's a very cool movie. Um, I'm very impressed by it. And uh, it's just good jump scares, good acting, good production. I think it was just really well done. Um, for the second and the third, I actually think the second Conjuring kind of was a... Bar below the first conjuring, and then the third was actually a bar below the second, which was already a bar below the first. So, like, I can't really say I enjoyed the movies as much as I did the first one. The first one was very good, definitely need to watch it if you haven't. Um, also, they did make 320 million dollars worldwide in the box office with only a budget of 20 million, so they actually made a steal on this movie and gave us something really good and something to definitely remember so here we go with a little bit of trivia tidbit all right so we got a little bit of trivia tidbits stuff like the real Peron family actually came to visit the set I actually have heard that the Perron family, the mother didn't go because she was so weirded out by this. Um, the real Lorraine Warren can be seen in the movie during the college lecture. She's sitting with the students. Um, I forget what minute. I forget. I actually heard it somewhere. Um, James Wan had a really weird situation in which he was working one night late and he just got a new dog. And this dog just started growling and growling at nothing on the side of the wall 
And then this dog started looking around like it was following something that was going up on the wall and everything. Needless to say, James Wan called it quits, went home that night. I definitely would. I know that's for a fact. That's a little too scary for me, especially when I'm doing research on a haunting. Real freaking weird. Um, also, the film was rated R pretty much only for terror. There's no sex, no anything like that, no blood really. Um, anything of that sort. Literally, just being scary is the reason that this was rated R. I even believe there's very little cussing in it. So, like, there really isn't much. Um, the tree in the film was actually a fake tree made by the production team. And it actually stood 50 feet tall, which is actually a huge tree for it to be fake and only made for the film. You kind of think that they probably wouldn't have made it so tall and so real looking. Like, making it 50 feet tall looks like what the age of that tree would be, and that's why they probably made it, but why did they have to? You know, does that make sense? Uh, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Um, the working title was called The Warren Files, which I actually would have hated. Um, I kind of liked the movie, but I really wouldn't say I liked the movie because of The Warrens, if that makes sense. So, having it be called The Warren Files kind of weirded me out, and I don't like that. Um, but, you know, I, I guess that's just me personally, I, I guess. Um, there were the three notes that are played on the piano is, uh, can actually also be heard in a movie in 1973 called The Creeping Flesh. The same three notes are played, which I find pretty nuts, but I have not seen The Creeping Flesh and I would love to. Um, so I definitely need to probably watch that so I can hear that note. Um, but it is a scary note, very ominous sounding. Um, so I'm kind of freaked out by that. Um, but this is the story of The Conjuring. I hope you go and watch it. I know it's like on HBO Max. I know it's on Netflix, I believe. Um, so go and watch that. If you haven't checked out Shudder, go and check out Shudder. If you haven't been on our Instagram, Horrorspoop, at Horrorspoop on Instagram, at Horrorspoop on Facebook. We also have the Horrorspoop group. So go check that out as well. But we do have stickers. That we are willing to give to you if you just let us know. Go to horseboop at gmail.com or message us on the horseboop page or Instagram. So, anyway, I am Eric Lewis. This is Horseboop Presents Hidden Gems, and we will be scaring you a little later. See ya.